All right, so when it seems like all dental marketing is the same and people are kind of all following the same template marketing that the big box companies are putting out there, how do you honestly make yourself stand out? How do you make your practice different? How do you become the leader and the go-to practice in your community when there's so much noise and so many people doing the same sort of tactics? Well, in this episode of the Nothing But The Tooth Dentistry Podcast, we sit down with Joshua Scott of Studio 88, and we talk all about personal branding and how you can start to build your authoritative brand in dentistry starting today. You're listening to the Nothing But The Tooth Dentistry Podcast, where we help you attract new patients and grow your practice beyond your wildest dreams. Here's your host, two-time Emmy Award winner, Shane Simmons. Well, Josh, we know that, you know, first of all, we're really glad to have you on the podcast here. And we're talking about personal branding this week. And we know that dentistry is changing. In fact, it has changed tremendously over the last several years. And of course, the online marketing and everything that the internet has to offer has a lot to do with that. Um, But explain why branding is so important for a dental office today, maybe even more so than in the past? Yeah, man, that's, that's a great question. I think especially personal branding is nothing new, right? I mean, it's been around for a long time um, and we've seen it in other industries for sure, but I feel like there's something happening in dentistry right now where there's really this wave coming through and it's becoming so important. Um, but really, you know, to, to answer that question, I'll take you back to when we started uh, my company and there was, there was kind of two options we could go with. It was one, we create like this, XYZ dental marketing, right? You know, and and we could be like amazing dental website company, whatever. Uh, But just felt like there was so much noise in that space that who even knows who to trust uh, to to get a great dental website, good dental marketing. So we actually took the other approach and that was set up, built joshuascott.com first and went that route with the personal brand. And mostly from the perception uh, or the approach of, you know, I think people buy from people and people buy from people they trust and they look to people they trust. And so uh, I had some background in the dental industry and wanted to leverage that network, those relationships more uh, than just starting another company. And so I think it's the same thing with dentistry. And, And I think right now we're seeing it kind of on two fronts. On one side, if you're a local dentist, local practice, uh, there's no better way to connect with patients than your personal brand like your personal Facebook page, personal Instagram account, you know, just um, family moments, pets, uh, activities, travel, food, you know, hobbies, like whatever it is, just putting it out there because it's all these little connection points. And I think right now patients connect to that more than they do your services, your philosophy of care, your CE training, you know, all that the other kind of area of personal branding that I'm seeing that we're super excited about as a company and getting in is we've got these dentists, um, successful dentists now want to go do something else or something in addition, like speaking, consulting. Uh, maybe they, they own 30 practices and they build a successful DSO and, and they want to teach other people how to do that. And so they're going to do a conference or uh, online courses that space is a ton of fun and i honestly think that is all personal brand like it's who you are it's what you've done and how you're doing it if you can tell that story then people will connect with it 
And it's definitely a way too, Josh, where you can really in the dental niche, I feel like create your own kind of blue ocean when you start doing that, because as much as we've learned about it and how important it is, I feel like there's still just not a lot of practices in, you know, like one particular community doing this or taking advantage of it the way that they could. So talk about that a little bit and why it's still such a great opportunity for you to begin now. It's not too late. Oh yeah. In fact, I think in dentistry, I, I literally think it's, it's wide open right now. Um, Shane, I know you've been around dentistry for a while, but there's something unique right now in the social media space when it comes to dentistry. And uh, what I'm seeing, I mean, I'm 16 years into dentistry now. And what I'm seeing is really this first wave of social media influencers coming up on Facebook. Um, there's definitely been influencers in the industry before, but even all the names, like if I were to sit here and go through all the kind of main influencers we know, most of them haven't done it on social media. And most of them don't even have personal brands, uh, like the, the, nothing established. So we're in this phase where it's like the first generation, the first wave of in, social media influencers is happening. And for me, I think dentistry is wide open in the personal brand space. Uh, whoever, it, I tell people, it's, I actually heard Gary Vaynerchuk say this, but he was like, it's Ma Malibu in the 1920s when the first developers kind of got to that coastline and were like, all right, we're going to do something with this. And they made money by virtue of the fact that they were the first people there seeing something and developing it. So I think social media and dentistry right now, that's it. It's wide open. The people who invest the most now in terms of content and dollars will be, will own the space. And I think in the next five to 10 years, we're going to see some major players rise up, create those personal brands, and they're going to own that space by default of being there first. How do you recommend a dentist balance their personal brand, their personal accounts versus like the practice brand and the, and the practice accounts? How do you uh, converge those two or do you keep those two separate? What do you recommend when you talk with clients? Yeah, you know, man, I, I recommend, um, so I mean, I, you need the professional practice account, right? But you, then you've got your personal account. I think I like seeing that. I like seeing dentists on social media. I know, man, I feel like every week I talk to dentists that still are like, I don't know, Josh, like there's business and then there's personal. Right. I'm like, that's fair, man. It's fair. It's a personal decision you got to make that you got to be comfortable with. But at the end of the day, I think you're going to connect better with the community if you can leverage your personal account. So I like seeing both of them. But, you know, the goal there is to create different voices for them. Um, like when I think about, we actually just had this talk with my team, um, on yesterday we had a big annual team meeting and we talked about the different voices and different brands and the joshuascott.com brand is, is consultative. It's, um, more like the expert, it's educational, it's, um, you know, trying to, to help people like the guide right on, on the journey. Um, the studio 88 brand, it's, fun it's energetic it's custom it's websites uh website forward um it's very uh just kind of like cool and hip and fresh because that's kind of what we create and so having those different voices and then communicating kind of differently through those i think is big taking personal content and reposting it professionally or the other way around some people do that it's just not the ideal situation 
Yeah. And so how do you find your identity as a dentist and how do you uh, walk your clients through this and, and find that? Because from the marketing world, sometimes it can even get messy for us. And this is like what we do. But if you're a dentist, um, what are the questions that you need to really ask yourself? And what are some of the things that you consider to kind of find out what your personal brand really is? Yeah. Yeah. Great questions, man. Um, I think, you know, there's exercises you can walk through. We've, we've got quite a few, but our brand creator process, it's, um, I do it live in person sometimes, other times it's video with these workbooks, uh, really helping to get the values to the surface of, um, sorry, man, Siri thought I was talking to her. <laughs> no problem. But I'm not. <laughs> Uh, Siri, Siri can have the interview after your interview. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, wait your turn. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's our process of, of trying to identify the values in the practice. Um, you know, I think there's kind of like, there, there's the voice of the practice, which for me translates into like the personality on social media um, and, and marketing. It's like, what, what does the, the voice of the practice sound like? Um, you know, for us, it's like, it's kind of like leading edge and innovative and influential and fresh. Like those are some personalities of our company that we try to um, speak with. Uh, but then there's like the values of, of the practice of the doctor, like what guides that organization? I mean, it affects the team, it affects patient care, it affects patients. So, you know, I think identifying voice, values, things like that really help to start developing the brand and I start giving it some legs and yeah, at the end of the day, it's honestly like, we're, we're just going to personify it. And like, it's this personality. This is how we speak. This is how we talk. These are the values that guide it. So. Yeah. And one thing that I kind of want to piggyback on with that is that, that I think could really help. And I know you all preach this at studio 88 is video and how like critical video can be to really helping establish that identity and that brand. And we had a client that, uh, he wanted to surprise his staff with Bruno Mars tickets. And so we did like a video of him, like surprising them with these tickets when they thought they were just making like a walkthrough type video. Oh, and yeah. that thing got like 90 shares, like people were commenting all on it. He had appointments made from like that, that had nothing to do with dentistry really whatsoever, but showing like the caringness and kind of the environment of the practice. And so what, what has been your experience with that in the video side of things of both candid type videos and professional and how that helps play into establishing that brand and identity? Yeah, man, I mean, video is huge. And, and I think, again, there's a first mover type advantage in dentistry right now because not, not a lot of people are doing it. And uh, so I honestly, I tell people, I'm like, if you want like a little SEO boost kind of inside secret, I, I think there's really two things affecting SEO on with websites right now. And, and I, the first one is I think if you can build a custom site, it's going to get an SEO boost because pretty much every dental site is built on a template. Google sees that, it scans the area. When you come in with a custom site, they're like, this is awesome. We're going to rank it a little bit higher. Uh, and video, same thing. When Google looks at a city and goes, Here's all the practices. This practice is using video. Like that's what they want, right? That's what Google wants. And so they're like, hey, we're gonna bump it up. So I think there's just practical SEO, like marketing um, kind of a value to it. But when I, when I see video, look, I think the raw spontaneous, uh, love it, needs to happen. For me, it lives on social media. Uh, and then I think there's a place for professional produced video. Now lives on your website. Um, two different things. I think they're both necessary. They're both different, 
uh, raw and spontaneous, man, it's going to communicate your chemistry, team chemistry, values, like culture, those types of things. Uh, the produced, edited, like you got a chance, you can control the story more. So we want to talk to patients and, you know, patient testimonials, like those look so good when you can get them produced, put a little music behind them, edit it so that it really is clean and crisp. Um, so when you want to control the message, go, go professional for sure. And for those professional type videos, obviously, you know, putting that on your website is, is huge. And you talked a little bit about the SEO boost that you get from that. And just overall, I think conversions, we've seen that on our end. Conversions are higher too when we have a video. Do you also recommend like making a, a YouTube channel for the dental office to put the professional videos on there? Or is that more reserved just for the website um, itself? What would you recommend? No, I think that's huge, man. And, and honestly, um, I, think, I think YouTube's an undervalued um, player right now. It's a huge search engine. I know. I'm just, you know, um, do you know Michael uh, Arias, the dental marketer? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so I mean, he was out here with us uh, last week. We were doing some personal brand stuff for him. And he, he, started, he was having this conversation with me. He's like, have you ever thought about this? Like getting involved in kind of optimizing YouTube for dental practices. And, and I was like, like, you know, like if we do videos, we'll, we'll create a YouTube channel for him and put him up there. Um, but I was like, no, I haven't. And he's like, dude, it's, it's the second largest search engine. Like I, he, he just said his point was, he's like, I'm not going to do it. But he goes, I think somebody should own that space because it, as dentists get into video here, it's going to really, it, like it, the return on it could be for like this amount of work, it could be a massive return on what you're seeing in SEO. So I don't know if you guys have experience with that or not, but. Yeah, I mean, that's something that we've just recently started doing because we've actually had more clients coming to us and like, I want to have a YouTube presence. Like I want to build subscribers and, and we're kind of thinking about it from this, the same way that you kind of were, it was like, wow, you know, we focus so much on Google, which is great because it's still the number one search engine, but YouTube is right there and more and more people are YouTubing problems. You know, what do you do if you have a you know, chip a tooth, like things like that, how can you own that? And so I think that's a good point is really nobody from a, from a marketing perspective is really owning that in the dental side of things. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I heard, I think, and I, I could be wrong, but I think YouTube is in has in the mix like some local, like returning locally relevant videos on searches. Which the minute that happens, like it's it's a game changer because like like you're right. Somebody in I'm in New Albany. Somebody in New Albany searches for like broken tooth, and now a video from the dentist down the street's coming up for that. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be big. Yeah, and I think with voice search too, it's going to become more popular to see video search results coming up in, into your um, Google feed as well. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about is as a, you know, kind of looking through the, your website and looking at different things that you all do. One thing that you had on there that really resonated with me was, you know, building your brand just like any sort of marketing you do. It is, it's a long-term strategy at the end of the day. You have to have a presence and continue that presence. It's not a, I need to start marketing now so I can get a quick little boost for a couple months and then I can stop. Talk about the importance of that and keeping a presence as you are building this brand. And it is, it's a you know 24-7 kind of thing. You always need to have a presence out there, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's everything. I think at the end of the day, for me, even a dental practice, a dentist, uh, building your brand is the number one most important thing you can do in marketing. Um, 
That being said, it's a long-term play. And some people struggle with the patience to see that play out. And so then we get into, you know, where it's like, hey, you know, I'm having a bad month. Like, what can we do to make next month better? Some, there is some of that that's like, okay, but there's also, man, I'm kind of like, if there was a, a way to just like push a button and change the new patient flow for your practice next month, um, there'd be companies out there like uh, just killing it. Uh, the fact is like, that's really hard to do unless you just hit some type of anomaly. Um, the best way I know to do that is Google AdWords, you know, to just get that kind of like direct response. But for the most part, it's a long-term game. Um, I am five years into this now with my personal brand and it's just crazy how it's evolved. Um, but it was just that patience of knowing like, man, I mean, my, my vision is, was like, my vision was like, get to 10 years, like let's kill it for 10 years and then let's stop and reevaluate it. So I mean, we're only like halfway through it. Um, I feel like there's momentum, but at the same time, you know, we're going to keep investing, keep growing, keep adjusting. Uh, I, I think that's the best way, man, because when you do that, like it takes all the pressure off. If I came out of the gates like, hey, I'm a dental marketing consultant now and I need clients and sign up to get X amount off and because I'm like, man, next month I got to have income, then that changes the, the attitude, the voice of the brand. And I think if you can be like, dude, I'm going to be here for 10 years. Like I'm just trying to help people. You know, I've, just, I've got education. If it helps you, great. That's a much better way to sell and to get your brand out there. And let's be honest, any of us who are on Facebook, if we're in the dental industry at all, we're constantly getting inundated with ads where, you know, buy this now, this equipment, this service, whatever it may be. But really your approach, and it sounds like what Studio 88's approach has been, is really plant the seeds and water, nurture those seeds, let those grow. And that's essentially your, your audience. And then from there, that can, you know, you can reap the rewards maybe more long-term, but you know, the, the rewards could be much greater. And at the end of the day, you're providing value first. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, at the end of the day, we're, we're a relational company. And so we're going to act like that um, and interact with people that way. I, I think when it gets into a lot of these, I know, I know, I know, I know the science behind these direct response tactics and marketing strategies that that's why people do them is because scientifically statistically they work more right like there's x amount more conversions and all that my problem is when you don't talk to people or speak to people like they're human then don't be surprised when you don't have long-term relationships left after that and so you may win in the short-term window but are you the person that's you know you get away with that for one two three years build something really big but are you still around five years ten years from now how are you still retaining uh, customers and clients and patients and so I think you know, there's this human part of marketing that I think just has to stay in there like you're talking to humans you have to respect them treat them with dignity so yeah that's great well Josh to kind of finalize this interview this is my favorite part we're gonna do kind of a uh, rapid fire here and this is really Three, the question that I have is, you know, if I'm a dentist today and I'm real, I've listened to this podcast and I'm saying, you know what, I really, I like what Josh is saying. I, I want to take some action on this and really start building my brand and, and my practice. Uh, what are just three things that someone could do, you know, right away that is kind of going to start getting the ball rolling for them so that they can begin uh, really planting these seeds as we've talked about? 
Yeah, I think, um, I think number one is just kind of do an evaluation of your brand. So many dentists get into it, they put up a logo quick, they put up a website quick because they're opening the doors. And then five years later, they, the conversation with me is, we just kind of went with that. Like it doesn't really represent me. So I think just audit your brand. Um, there's never going to be an awesome time to work through it, but find a trusted person, team, advisor to help you kind of take you by the hand, walk you through that journey. Um, that's number one. Number two, get your website right. It's, I'm surprised at the amount of startups I talk to that are going to spend $500,000 on a build out of this amazing practice. And then when we talk about websites, um, their budget for a website is $5,000. Um, and we, we don't really fit into, into that budget. And, and I'm kind of like, nobody's going to see this amazing practice unless you represent that online. And so that's, that is actually going to gain trust that bring people into the physical space. Um, and then you said three. Yeah. And then, and I don't know, but you, you know, honestly, this, this is going to sound so easy, but, but determine what your budget is. Uh, I, I find nine out of 10 times I'm talking to dentist business owners on the phone and no, no budget. Don't know what they spent. Don't have a budget. I think the greatest marketing advice tool you could ever, ever have is so easy is spend a predictable budget every single year. So in dentistry, it's usually at three to 5%, somewhere in there, depends on how aggressive you need to be, how competitive the area. But if you spent 3% every single year and forced yourself to spend it, by year one, you're like, all right, we did it. By year two, you're like, yeah, I think this is working. By year three, you're like, we've got so much momentum right now, this is awesome. And then by year five, you've dropped like 120, $150,000 in marketing, and now you're just so much further ahead of where you could have been. Yeah, that's awesome. Josh, really enjoyed this interview. Do you have anything that you want to add? And of course, uh, how can people find you guys at Studio 88? Yeah, man, best place is connect with me online, uh, Instagram, at Joshua Scott. That's, that's kind of the, the hub of where I communicate. Uh, you can also check out my site at joshuascott.com. That gives you approach for how I handle um, practices and putting together marketing plans. Um, yeah, man, that's it. I've got my own podcast, The 88 Show. It's, it's video. Uh, we talk through just dental education. It's, it's on iTunes and Stitcher as well, so you can look that up. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, everybody definitely go check out his stuff because I've been following it now for a while and just recently uh, worked up the courage to reach out to him, and he was nice enough to join us on the podcast. So uh, definitely go check out Joshua Scott. Guys, building your personal brand, it just starts with you taking action being authentic and being consistent. And that's really a lot of like what Josh was talking about is this is a long-term strategy, but you will reap the rewards if you continue and trust the process. So be sure to go follow Joshua Scott on Instagram at Joshua Scott and go check out Studio 88 and see some of the really cool things that they're doing out there. And then also don't forget to subscribe to the Nothing But The Tooth Dentistry Podcast. And we'll be back here again in the next week with another episode on helping you grow your practice and your brand in the dental industry. Take care, everybody.